Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent who dreams for their child and every child who dreams for their future, I say these words to you tonight. I am with you. I will fight for you. And I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you. Mega, mega, mega. 
It's a beautiful day in Phoenix, Arizona, 75 degrees. It's perfect winter weather. And, uh, you know, I've uh, been outside quite a bit today. I'm actually broadcasting outside today. It's so, it's wonderful out here. And, uh, you know, it's um, such a blessing, you know, living in Arizona. I absolutely love it down here. And I know there's, a, you know, I have a good amount of listeners that live in Arizona and feel the same way. Um, and, I, and a lot of people, um, I'm sure, have been to Arizona that, that listen to the show, uh, either vacationed here or whatnot. Um, but yeah, God, it's, it's such a, it's such an amazing, uh, feeling waking up every day and, uh, having this sort of, this sort of weather, uh, compared to like the East coast or compared to where there's, you know, crazy snow belts and, uh, God, I can't live in the cold. I don't know how some people do it. All the bravery people have, God, just layers and layers of clothing. Not for me, not for me, well, but wherever you are today. I hope you all are doing very well and enjoying your Tuesday, enjoying your your work week or your time off or your vacation, whatever you may be doing. You know, um, I hope it's going all accordingly. Um, and uh, I'm glad to be back with you all. Uh, it's a big, big week in news. Uh, over the weekend, a lot happened. Um, the last time I was on was Thursday. And um, we were talking about uh, beforehand how the memo was about to get released, and it hadn't yet. Uh, I was supposed to do a show Friday. I didn't end up doing that or any shows over the weekend, for that matter, uh, because I was working on a lot of things. I did not have time. I apologize to everybody, to my listeners. Um, But um, so much. There's so much going on. Headline after fucking headline. The news doesn't stop. Every hour, there's an update, uh, especially about, you know, the FISA memo. And um, by the way, I just I want to take the time again before I get into the news uh, to really uh, thank my listeners and um, you know the loyalty because I now have people listening. I've only been on you know for a short time, but I see people are listening in Norway, United Kingdom, obviously all around the United States, but. You know, the rapid growth um, is, is amazing. Thank you, guys, and thank you all for the support. And I've received nice messages and, you know, on, on Facebook, you know, random people that have listened to my show and love it uh, and are fans of it. So it's, it's a cool, it's a huge honor. And I'm glad I can, you know, come in uh, multiple times a week and shine my light and, and give my insight uh, about the political realm and, and the world and what's going on because uh, it's such a – it's such a strong need uh, to have your voice be heard and to have your voice, um, you know, it, it just it, I, I strongly believe, you know, so many people want to get stuff out, want to talk about politics, you know, in, in this country, in this world. But a lot of people, uh, you know, don't know the time and the place and don't know, uh, you know, a lot of people – don't feel comfortable talking politics. A lot of people think they'll be judged if they talk politics with someone that doesn't, you know, think the way they do. Uh, but I want to encourage anybody that wants to call into the show. I mean, I have been getting, I had, I have just started taking calls last episode, but every episode pretty much I've been getting like three or three, about three calls, three or four calls. And I haven't answered, um, you know, 
partially because, you know, a lot of the reason actually is is because the show usually goes too long and there's a lot uh, to talk about. Uh, but now that I'm all settled, settled in and everything's uh, going really well, I want to take all your calls. So we can definitely uh, get that covered. Um, and, and, as, and like I said before, I'm here just to report the facts, just, just to, just to be a, a good, you know, advocate, you know, for others, you know, inspire others. Um, you know, there's no spin here on the news. It's all completely uh, factual and real. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I wanted, I wanted to, you know, uh, say a little bit, uh, before I started, uh, but I, I want to really get to this opening, uh, the opening, um, segment for today's show, uh, FISA memo uh, details. Um, it got released on Friday. Um, I have not been on the air since. So I have been reading and, you know, doing a lot of um, research on the FISA memo, on the document of how uh, it's all unfolding, uh, you know, just, just the different variables that are attached to it and this and you know it's terrible how the mainstream liberal cocksucking fucking media is downplaying is downplaying this like it's nothing the mainstream liberal media is playing this and this whole situation is worse than watergate this this shows that obama hillary and everybody attached to that, to that group, uh, Rosenstein, Comey, uh, McGabe, we, we have a lot, we, there's a lot of people uh, that are going to get into some, a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble. Obviously, we know that Hussein Osama, Obama, uh, he'll have a fall guy. He won't, somebody will take the blame for him. He, he won't go to jail. Uh, Hillary won't go to jail. We all know that. Somebody will take the fall. Um, but a very strong possibility uh, indictments come, um, you know, uh, for Rosenstein, I would say, for Comey, uh, and there's other characters that I think are going the fuck down. Um, but this was the original, uh, what I'm about to read to you is the original um, uh, release uh, of, the, of the memo uh, the, when Breibart first released this on Friday. Um, I want to go into detail, though. I'm going to sh- uh, read this to you. The House Intelligence Committee <clears throat> released its classified memo detailing alleged abuse by senior FBI and Justice Department officials on Friday after the president approved its release. <clears throat> the committee, which is responsible for overseeing the activities of the intelligence community, hopes the publication of this information will help inform the public about abuses that have occurred at the DOJ and FBI and spear needed reform and accountability at those agencies so that similar abuses will not occur under any administration, Democrat or Republican, the committee said in a statement accompanying the memo. The government surveillance capabilities are extraordinary powers that must be carefully circumscribed to protect American civil liberties. Any use of these powers for political purposes or any purpose other than defending the American people is intolerable, is intolerable, it said. Democrats, as well as senior officials at the Justice Department and the FBI, had pushed back hard against its release. 
Among the memo findings are the anti-Trump dossier uh, funded by the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee formed an essential part of the initial and all three renewal surveillance applications against Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. Another thing it points out, the political um, the, poli- the political uh, facts of the dossier were known to senior DOJ and FBI officials, but those origins were not included in applications to obtain the warrant. Also used to justify the surveillance warrants against Page was a news story supposedly corroborating with that dossier, the dossier that was published, pushed by the dossier author, Christopher Steele himself. Yet the FISA application incorrectly says Steele did not provide the information in the article. Perkins Coy, the law firm for the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee, hosted a meeting with Steele, Fusion GPS, and media this revelation makes it harder for the Clinton campaign and the DNC to deny they knew about the dossier, though Clinton and other top DNC officials at that time have denied knowing about it. Of course they're going to deny it. They'd always deny everything. They're always the victim. They never take fucking accountability. They're a bunch of fucking little pe- – God, they're fucking cockroaches. Steele was suspended and terminated as an FBI source. After, after the FBI learned that he made an authorized disclosure of this relationship with the FBI – to liberal media magazine Mother Jones, and he lied to the FBI about his previous media contact with Yahoo and other outlets. Now, by, Fusion, by Fusion GPS co-founder Glenn Simpson had personal bias against candidate Donald Trump, telling senior Justice Department official Bruce Orr that he was desperate that Donald Trump not get elected and was passionate about him not being president. Oh, my God. Orr's wife, Nellie Orr, assisted with the dossier, but the FBI or the DOJ did not disclose this connection in the application for the FISA warrant. Even though Bruce Orr worked closely with the Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates and then Rod Rosenstein, who both signed off on at least one FISA application or renewal. Wow. At the time that the FBI used the dossier to obtain the spy warrant on page in October 2016, head of the FBI's counterintelligence division, Bill Prystap, had assessed that the corroboration of the dossier was still in its infinite infancy and after Steele was terminated as a source, an FBI unit assessed his reporting as only minimally corroborated. Corroborated. Uh, FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe acknowledged to the House Intelligence Committee in December 2017 that no warrant would have been sought without the dossier. FISA warrant also mentioned information related to another Trump campaign advisor, George Podopoulos, even though there was no evidence of cooperation or conspiracy between Page and Podopoulos. The memo does not state what the information about Podopoulos was, but said that information was the trigger to the FBI's counterintelligence investigation on Russian meddling and collusion in late July 2016. He had told an Australian diplomat at a London bar that a Maltese professor connected to Russia had told him that he had dirt on Clinton in form of emails. Peter Stork, Peter Stork, the number two at the FBI's counterintelligence division, opened the bureau 
Bureau's investigation on Russian on Russian meddling and collusion. Text messages between him and fellow FBI official and lover Lisa Page show that he held an anti-Trump bias. We all knew that. The FBI authorized payments to steal, but never disclosed that in any of the FISA warrant warrant applications. Wow. Uh, for the record, the memo was released without any of the redactions sought by the FBI and the DOJ. Jesus Christ. So you have you have all of this shit. Where do I fucking start? So here we go. I'm going to start with the first thing I said. The anti-Trump dossier funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee. They funded it. All part of the, oh my God. Basically, we have Perkins Coy, the law firm that the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee, the law firm they used for payments for this this dossier, this fake dossier, to per, to purchase the document, to put it out there. And the FBI terminated Christopher Steele's relationship with the Bureau, with the FBI, after they learned uh, he made a disclosure to Mother Jones. So there's this Mother Jones, which is an, another media outlet. Which, I mean, there's all these things. And you have the Fusion GPS guy saying he hates Trump. And, and the Fusion GPS is the person, is the company that had the document and then gave it um, you know, put the document together. Well, no, my bad. Fusion GPS was the one that took full took full responsibility when it was the first per, first outlet to release uh, the fake dossier. So you have all these people coordinating with the Clinton campaign to take out an opponent. So you have. So you literally have a fake document that was made up and fabricated and completely gibberish that they got the whole Okay. So so here here's the thing. So they have this whole they have this whole the whole thing. They have this whole thing with Fusion GPS. Fusion GPS co-founder Glenn Simpson, like I said, has personal bias against Donald Trump. They were desperate. They did not want Donald Trump elected. And here, here's something. Glenn Simpson told the senior, uh, a senior Justice Department official, Bruce Orr, that he was desperate that Donald Trump not get elected and was passionate about him not being president. Okay, now 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 get this. Orr's wife, Nellie Orr, Bruce Orr is the head, a Justice Department official, um, and he's he's he works with the Justice Department. He tells he now his wife assisted with the dossier, with the financing and with the law firm. 
with the FISA warrant, with, with all of it. So you have all these people that are tied in. And Bruce Orr worked closely with Deputy General Sally Yates and, then Ro- and Rod Rosenstein, who all were under Obama and wh- who were all overseeing this and knew this, and who Sally Yates and Rod Rosenstein, Rod Rosenstein both signed off. So you have, you have, you have all, this, all these different things. Like the Christopher Steele never – it was all a lie with Christopher Steele and this Russian dossier. It was all fake. There's nothing there. They put this whole document together, Fusion GPS, put, put a whole fake investigation together. They got funding for it. They went to a law firm. Hillary Clinton helped fund it. That's where they got the funding, the Clinton campaign, and the de- and I'm sure the DNC helped fund it. It wasn't just Hillary, but most of it was Hillary. And then you have then you have them blaming Trump for Russia collusion. You have all of, all of this crap, completely gibberish about Trump and Russia. The mainstream media keeps talking about Trump and the fake Russia. But you have all of this evidence about Hillary and the Democrats and the corruption right in front of you, and you're not going to you're not going to talk about that with something that's factual right here. But you want to talk about something so fake and such bullshit like a Russia investigation with Trump that doesn't exist. And here here's another thing: Andrew McCabe, FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe. We all know he received large funding. Uh, from the Clinton campaign, his wife did for one of her um, – she was running for office, and the Clinton campaign donated to his wife. And Andrew McCabe lied to the House Intelligence Committee in December 2017 and said no warrant sought out would, would, would have ever been sought out without the dossier. Without the dossier. First of all, they put out a warrant beforehand, before they got the dossier. And they all knew the dossier was fake. Is this corruption or what? We have the highest ranked officials in the in the in our country that are supposed to do the right thing for law enforcement, and we have this corruption. We have these two faced fucks that that think that they can they can their special treatment and they can overtake the rules. So you have you have Perkins Coy, you have a law firm for the Clinton for the Clinton campaign that I mean just the whole funding in general. If Trump did something like this, the media would be calling him every name in the book and would be saying prosecute him, prosecute him, prosecute him. If all this comes out and they don't, I mean it's it, it's ridiculous. The mainstream media is ignoring this. I have to go to reliable news sources and to to my outlets and to my to my sources to actually get factual information. It's bullshit. And there has been no evidence between Page and Podopolis. No evidence. And the liberal media says they're rushed. They're all Russia, 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 Russia. No evidence. No evidence. It's unfucking believable, you guys. It's un 
fucking believable. So they were do they I mean this was an abuse of power. They were doing these FISA warrants constantly. They were overruling not and I and I it's not just for this, but for several things. They were overruling judges and, and getting and doing stuff that is would put anybody else in prison for a hundred years. Thank God President Trump is in there. I mean, can anybody imagine if we would have got that smelly, hillbilly, old, hag, Hillary Clinton as our president? We'd be in fucking hell. We would, we would turn into communism. This country would be fucking gone. You, you really look at, you really look at um, it's a lot more damning than I expected it to be, the FISA memo. If you really want to get – I'm going to read some more about this. There's a lot more. Uh, a great article from Rush Limbaugh. Um, it came out the other day about this whole thing, and he, and he, he describes it perfectly. <clears throat> Friday on his nationally syndicated radio show, conservative talker Rush Limbaugh sounded off on the release of the House Intelligence Committee FISA memo and the reactions from Democrats and the media. Limbaugh said that much anticipated memo was more damning than he expected and said the reaction to the memo was, was symptomatic uh, of the left's attitude about the role of government in daily life. Folks, in this quote-unquote from uh, Rush, uh, folks, it is worse. It is worse than what I thought it was going to be. If anything, the content of this memo were underplayed, just like I said. But they have not been overplayed. It is astounding. Now that I know what's in this memo, you know what's even more curious to me is that the FBI and the DOJ and the swamp didn't make a greater effort to suppress this. I've been studying CNN today. CNN is the place to go find out how the deep state, how the establishment is going to counter this. Their only headline has been Trump allows its release in defiance of FBI and justice officials. Wow, that was their headline on CNN. So CNN figures the best way to battle this is to try to position Trump as somebody refusing to listen to the professionals and the great patriots of the FBI and the Department of Justice. That's exactly how CNN paints it. It's ridiculous. That's all they've got. I wonder if these people, you know, people inside the Beltway, people in the establishment don't really have a connection outside. I mean, I mean, this... I, I'm just scrolling through what Limbaugh said, but all these warrants to spy on Carter Page, not Donald Trump, but to spy Page means to spy where he is. He's in Trump down severe where he. It's bought and paid for opposition research by Hillary Clinton in her campaign. I'm reading a good example here. It's no different than the garbage stuff that was put out about Mitt Romney not caring about animals because he put the family dog on top of the station wagon during family vacation. It's no different than an ad that was running, run claiming Romney didn't care about people because the wife of one of his employees died from cancer and Romney didn't care. It's no different than any of that sick opposition research. It's no different... It's no different than the Harry Reid standing up saying friends of mine have told me that Romney hasn't paid taxes in 10 years. This is no different. It's just as made up. It's just as abstinent fact. It's nothing but pure liberal Democrat opposition research politics that was dressed up in presentation and creation as legitimate intelligence. I can't emphasize enough that nothing in the dossier has been, dossier has been incorporated or confirmed, and I know 
to the me saying so, it's James Comey. Andrew McCabe, deputy director of the FBI, recently resigned, retired, confirmed that no Pfizer won. So you okay? So I mean, you really you really look at this though, and I mean, Rush has a really good point. I mean, what what he's referring to is, you know, I mean, none of it's. It, it, it's none of it's real. I mean, this stuff, the, the Russia thing. I mean, the fact that, you know, this has been going on for so fucking long and, and we're still on the, the fake Russia. We're still on Trump and the fake Russia. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's idiocy. And, and, and this whole, um, you know, this whole, this whole document proves what we were thinking all along for years. The American government is corrupt. The American government does things behind our back. The American government is, is after us. The American government I mean, there, there's so many, they're not for the, the people. The government is so corrupt. I'm going to read you a couple, a couple more things about this. Using what it, it knew was opposition research paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign in October of 2016, the FBI and DOJ obtained a FISA warrant from the secret foreign intelligence surveillance control to install a wiretap to spy on Hillary Clinton's opponent, the Trump campaign, specifically Carter Page. This spying would last for a year. It should be noted that the FISA court was set up to stop foreign terrorists. The fact that the FBI and DOJ would use this court to not only wiretap an American, but to monitor a presidential campaign belies belief. Why Obama's FBI and DOJ used this court as opposed to a normal court is obvious. As you'll see below, a normal court probably would have denied the application. This here's another one. Worse still, in the summer of 2016, Obama's DOJ had already opened a counterintelligence investigation into the Trump campaign. Oh, my God. Totally uh, obstruction of power. The fact that nothing from that months-old partisan investigation was used to obtain the page wiretap is revealing. According to the Nunes memo, an essential part of the FISA application was the Steele dossier, which, again, is a partisan political document created for the Clinton campaign. So essential was this partisan dossier. Andrew McCabe, the disgraced former deputy, deputy director of the FBI, admitted in December – we already know that there was no surveillance. He lied – not only did the FBI knowingly use a document from a partisan campaign to obtain a FISA warrant to spy on the competing campaign, the FBI knew the dossier was mostly salacious and unverified. Listen to those words, salacious and unverified. We know this because disgraced former FBI Director James Comey told us in June of 2017. According to the news memo, Steele told demoted DOJ official Bruce Orr, he was desperate that Donald Trump not get elected. We already read that part. Or was part of the FBI's anti-Trump Russian investigation. And we all know Orr's wife worked at Fusion GPS doing opposition research for the dossier against Trump for the Clinton campaign. Uh, despite knowing the dossier was opposition research paid for by the Clinton campaign, knowing the dossier was salacious and unverified, knowing conflict of interest is having an investigator's own wife working on the dossier. The FBI still went to the FISA court to obtain permission to spy on Hillary Clinton's opponent. In order to obtain a warrant to spy on the Trump campaign, all of the conflicts of interest above were withheld from the FISA court, an indefensible and possibly illegal lie of omission. 
Of course it's illegal. Even worse, in order to legitimize a warrant request based on a piece of partisan opposition research they knew was salacious and unverified, the FBI and DOJ used a media report to bolster the findings in the phony dossier. The FBI and DOJ told the court that the media report was independent verification of the dossier. But this was not true, and according to the Noons memo, the FBI and DOJ knew this was not true. The truth is that the phony dossier dossier was the source of this media report. Also hidden from the FISA court was the fact that the FBI obtained Steele as a source but had to fire him in October of 2016 when, in a bid to use his phony dossier to derail the Trump campaign, he leaked his information to the far, like I said, to the far left outlet, Mother Jones. Number 14, although the FBI and DOJ were willing participants in pushing a salacious and unverified narrative against the presidential candidate, candidate primarily through media leaks, this was all hidden from con- congressional investigators. To begin with, for months while under oath, Comey said he did not know where the, do- the dossier came from, meaning from the Clinton campaign, the Wall Street Journal uh, explains. We also know the FBI wasn't straight with Congress as it hid most of these facts from investigation in a briefing on the, do- on the, do- on the dossier in January 2017. The FBI did not tell Congress about Mr. Steele's connection to the Clinton campaign, and the House had to issue subpoenas for Fusion Bank records to discover the truth. Nor did the FBI tell investigators that it continued receiving information from Mr. Steele and Fusion even after it terminated him. The memo says the Bureau's intermediary was Justice Department official Bruce Orr, whose wife incredibly worked for Fusion. All of this dishonesty occurred under Comey. The man our media now holds up as a living saint, a man so desperate to destroy Trump. He not only oversaw some of those committing, uh, those committing the above abuses, he leaked potentially classified information to the news media in order to see a special prosecutor appointed against Trump, which his pal, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, immediately did. Wow. Wow. And finally – Much of the salacious and unverified material in the dossier came from the Russians. In other words, those disgusting dossier lies about Trump's personal behavior came from Russian operatives. So there's no question that if it was the Clinton campaign, Democrats, Steele, the FBI, and DOJ who colluded with the Russians to rig a presidential election. Yes, their collusion with the Russians and those in our government currently investigating Trump in the hopes of overturning a presidential election are the colluders. Yeah, like all these people that are against Trump are the colluders. Trump, we all know. It's, it's basically like when you accuse somebody of doing something that you're guilty of. This is exactly what the Democrats are doing. There's no fucking difference. And, I mean, it's so – it's baffling. It is so baffling that um, the media is not paying attention to this. Another fact that really bothers me about this whole thing, at one point, um, there there was reports that Robert Mueller was going was going to be working was wanted it was hired uh was interviewed for a job in the Trump campaign this was like two months though no, that this was actually very 
This was before the, the fake investigation ever started. And, and here, here's the thing. So apparently Trump, Mueller went in, uh, Mueller went in with his buddy, uh, Mueller went in with his buddy Rod Rosenstein for an interview. And Mueller, Mueller went in there. This is this was this was reported the other day, and I and I'm trying to I'm trying you know I'm trying to understand it a little bit, but it, it makes sense. So Mueller was was somebody I don't know what position, but a cabinet position in Trump's campaign. This was before the fake investigation started. I think like a few, literally a few days or like a week before Mueller started the investigation. Uh, but anyway, Mueller apparently wanted a jo- job in the Trump campaign. This was before anybody knew who Mueller was, uh, you know, and before he was investigating. And Trump didn't give it to him. And then a few days later, uh, and Rod Rosenstein apparently was present in this meeting with Mueller and Trump when uh, Mueller was going for uh, a job um, interview. With, and so, and then a couple of days after, Rod Rosenstein orders Mueller to open an investigation about Trump. Uh, with the fake Russia thing. Was Mueller going to get a fucking job with Trump to spy on the Trump campaign, to go, uh, to do all these terrible things? Was there malicious? I mean, we already know Robert Mueller's malicious, and his his um, investigation, his fake Russia investigation on Trump has no merit. There's nothing there. There hasn't been anything there since it started. They have nothing. So that that's a pretty interesting uh that I'm crazy, crazy that was revealed. Uh, you know how, how a couple days after Trump uh, didn't give Mueller a job, uh, you know this whole thing, investigation started. It's interesting, very interesting, and um, it's just all this corruption. Um, it's one thing after another, and you have these uh, Justice Department, FBI officials in bed with the media. The media, the mainstream media, spewing all the lies and all the crap. I mean, unreal, unreal. Um, but what I do, um, I want to play for you a clip. Um, this is really funny. Uh, this was from Trump's. Uh, this was regarding Trump's State of the Union. Uh, somebody went, or uh, um, a good reporter I know. Uh, a friend of mine actually went around and started asking uh, liberals um, that are Obama supporters, um, you know, and, and he said, you know, he took what Obama's phrases, what Obama said in his State of the Union speech, and basically said feel about what Trump said this last night. So that so once these people find out that. It what it wasn't Trump who said it, and it was Obama who said it. Their reactions are priceless. You got to listen to this; it's hilarious. I'm Kevin Phillips with Campus Reform. Today we're at John Jay College, getting reactions to President Trump's State of the Union address last night. We're going to give them a few quotes from the speech and ask their reaction. Except the quotes we're giving them are actually from President Obama's State of the Union addresses. What will they have to say? Let's find out. So I have a few quotes here from the State of the Union. I want to get your feedback first. Uh, talking about 
ISIS saying, quote, we need to call them what they are, killers and fanatics who have to be hunted down and destroyed. What's your thought on that? Well, first off, ISIS is fake. It's something the government made up so they can continue doing what they want to do, which is world domination. Donald Trump should, like, you know, mind his own business and, like, just focus on America because he's the president of the United States, not of the whole world. I feel like that's a very strong statement. Um, and when you say something like that, it kind of makes you, like, a target. Or if you're a threat to this country, we're going to get you for that. It's, it's just ridiculous. Next up. Uh, talking about the general uh, world stage, saying, quote, when you come after Americans, we come after you. It may take time, but we have long memories, and our reach has no limit. What's your thought on that? Um, well, I, I don't think that's a good way of handling something. It's like he doesn't think before speaking and how, how it's going to offend a lot of people. He should be careful because there's other countries out in the world that has, like, you know, like automatic weapons and, you know, nuclear bombs. I mean, he's got small hands, so I don't know about his reach, so... And finally talking about China, saying China wants to write the rules. That would put us at a disadvantage. Why should we let that happen? We should write those rules. I wouldn't mess with China. He's over the top in general, so it's par for the course. It's like everything is out the window. Like, oh, whatever he's, oh, oh, China, China, China. I guess the way that he approaches things is very aggressive, and that's not the best way to approach situations. What if I told you that all three of these quotes were actually from President Obama's State of the Union? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Full of shit, aren't you? <laughs> What's your thought? Are you surprised? Um, kind of, yeah. It's actually crazy to hear that. Do you think there's a bias against President Trump when it comes to hearing a speech like the State of the Union? Um, yeah, I, I do think there's a bias. I guess, uh, bias is really bad in general just because, uh, you don't agree with it doesn't mean it's not right. I am definitely not a huge fan of him. However, I think, um, you know, being closed-minded is probably more dangerous than anything he could do. Some people are quick to, like, judge you on Donald Trump just because, um, like, a few things he say. But I think, like, if they paid into his whole presidency, like, maybe they'll, like, have a, like, a better, um, like, you know, outlook on him and a better, like, you know, perspective in general. Because, unfortunately, a lot of times what you hear is tainted by bias, and you really can't go off that. So do your own research, educate yourself. It's your duty. It's, you know, it's the future of the country. So there you have it. God, can you guys all believe the fucking stupidity and the ignorance? I mean, it just goes to show. And here's a big fucking problem I have. And I I rant about this and I get angry about it all the fucking time. There, honestly, there, there should be restrictions on some of the idiots that are allowed to vote in this country. Like, they should have to pass a test. Just a simple, like, and they, they should be required to keep up with the news. I hate these fucking, especially feminists and, and all these liberal Democrats that have no fucking clue about life. Come in, you know, every election and, you know, uh, yeah, the, like the last couple of weeks until Election Day, they'll act like they're all involved and they know all this shit and they know everything about the candidate. And, you know, it, it's absolutely, it, it's stupid. And this video proves it. These people have no fucking clue. It's, it's another example of identity politics. I guarantee you all these liberals that were interviewed right now uh, play identity politics. And it just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you believe some of the shit that was coming out of their mouth? I mean, what the – seriously. Donald Trump is doing all the right things. He's doing all the right things. 
doing all the right things. I want to uh, play a clip right now. Uh, Trump reacted to the FISA memo uh, earlier this week. Uh, here's what he had to say. And we heard from the president, he weighed in on this in the Oval Office meeting with North Korean defectors. Uh, this was right after the memo was transmitted from the White House back to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Uh, listen to what the president said after reading the memo. I think it's terrible. You want to know the truth? I think it's a disgrace. What's going on in this country, I think it's a disgrace. The memo was sent to Congress. It was declassified. Congress will do whatever they're going to do. But I think it's a disgrace what's happening in our country. And, of course, of course, what uh, Congress did was it decided to release the memo, at least the Republican side of the House Intelligence Committee did. A statement from Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the press secretary, a short time ago, uh, going into a little bit more detail about the White House reaction and where we go from here. Sarah Huckabee Sanders saying the memorandum raises serious concerns about the integrity of decisions made at the highest levels of the Department of Justice and the FBI to use the government's most intrusive surveillance tools against American citizens. The memo goes on to say, minority members of the committee have reportedly drafted a separate memorandum. The administration stands ready to work with Congress to accommodate oversight requests consistent with applicable standards, including the need to protect intelligence sources and methods. What she is referring to there is a competing memo that was drafted by Democrats on the Intelligence Committee, which we understand uh, we haven't seen it yet, of course, and we don't know much about it, but may refute some of the claims in the Nunes uh, memo. Uh, also hearing from Arizona Senator John McCain about this this afternoon. McCain in a statement saying, quote, the latest attacks on the FBI and Department of Justice serve no American interests, no parties, no presidents, only Putin's. The American people deserve to know all of the facts surrounding Russia's ongoing efforts to subvert our democracy, which is why special counsel Mueller's investigation must proceed unimpeded. Our nation's elected officials, including the president, must stop looking at this investigation through the warped lens of politics and manufacturing partisan sideshows. If we continue to undermine our own rule of law, we are doing Putin's job for him. Obviously, Shep, strong opinions on both sides of this. All righty. So a lot. I mean, the, the, you know, it, God, and, and now you've got you've got no democrats taking responsibility for this shit no democrats taking responsibility what none whatsoever and you know the blaming the putin bullshit you know it, it it's really unbelievable when when you think about it because putin would would have loved nothing more than for hillary clinton to be president that's who he wanted to be president he wanted Hillary Clinton to be president so he could get more favors. He could get more of that uranium one deal sort of attention, status, more gifts. He knows with President Trump he's held accountable. So why the fuck would he collude with Russia? The whole thing is absolutely silly. It's silly. And, you know, this FISA memo and this document that has came out should debunk and put to rest uh, the fake Russian narrative, which, just like Trump said, um, I want to I want to I want to um, get to uh, this next clip and, and I'm going to go into a whole segment about this. Um, we're going to switch topics a little bit, um, but Canada, and I'm going to come back to various topics as well. Um, Canada is changing uh, their national anthem to make their lyrics gender neutral. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, literally, 
political correctness has gone that far where they're changing their gender unbelievable. It's either you're a fucking man or you're a fucking woman. You either got a dick or you got a or you got a pussy. There's nothing else. And the whole gender neutral, like it's just it's just another example of politics. Everything about genders are neutral. Everything about us is equal. We're all equal. And Democrats always play this narrative. And you know, Canada's run by a Democrat, Justin Trudeau, liberal, and they always play this narrative. Um, you know, like stuff isn't equal, like, you know, and, and try to put uh, different ethnicities on a, you know, in, in a separate box. And it's terrible. Um, and, and I want to give you some more uh, examples of Justin Trudeau's idiocy. I have a clip right here. Him at a, um, an op- a town hall event a few days ago. Um, somebody, <laughs> somebody said the word mankind and Justin Trudeau got I think he's at least probably a nice guy. Trump says he's a nice guy, but he is so fucking wimpy and so controlled and sounds so ridiculous. You got to hear this clip. You got to hear. Instead, he corrects somebody saying mankind. He says, you got to say people kind in this country, not mankind. Man, the word mankind's only been around for fucking ever. I, I, oh, my God. Listen to this, guys. This will drive you nuts. We have received the Queen's Award in the U.K., we have received the, I have a question. Question. Yes, we have received many awards throughout the whole world. However, unfortunately in Canada, our volunteering as a charitable religious organization is extremely difficult. Extremely. That's why in actuality we cannot do free volunteering to help our neighbors in need as we truly desire. So that's why we came here today to ask you to also look into the policies that religious charitable organizations have in our legislation so that it can also be changed because maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to look uh, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because uh, yeah. it's more inclusive. There we go, exactly. <laughs> yes, thank you. We can all learn from each other. Can you believe that shit? And everybody starts cheering for him. They start cheering for him. Who says people kind? That's not even a fucking word. That's not even a word. What? What? And now, and, and with the national anthem in Canada, gender neutral. First of all, if you ever know about the Canadian national anthem, always gender neutral. It was always a fair, the way it was written was gender neutral. There was nothing wrong with it. And now they're saying they need to take the word sons out, S-O-N-S, sons because it's quote unquote too masculine. So how does so? Oh my God, so men! You're trying to take away men's masculinity. Is that what you're saying, Canada? Do men matter? Do you want men to wear fucking dresses and be fucking pussies? Let men be men. Let men. This is unreal. Because it's too masculine. Nothing is masculine about the Canadian national anthem. It's a beautiful song. It's great the way it is. Now we'll need to change it. But this is all politics. This is all another a political game thing for the Liberal Party and for Trudeau. We all know, we all know that um, we all know that that you know this is no nothing more than politics. 
That's all it is. It's politics, it's politics, it's politics. And the fact that it's not even about the the people, you know, it's just for it's some it's just for their own agenda, the Democrats. And then they brainwash these people. It's sad, you know. Um, I'm not going to spend you know a lot of time on this Canada topic because you know I don't live in Canada. You know, it doesn't really affect me. Um, but you know, there are Americans that live in Canada. I'm sure the Canadian people are very upset about it, about the entire thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, it, it's there's no need for it. Absolutely unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. I believe there's some more. One second, there's something I have to pull up for you guys. Breaking news, breaking news. The House bill, uh, they've reached a settlement. The House bill is approved uh, to avoid shutdown. Uh, the government is now funded until March. Um, so this is this is good news. So um, there's still and nothing's gonna nothing's gonna shut down. Uh, like there 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 was some speculation that that might happen. Uh, but I'm glad this 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 all went through and that's taken care of. Um, very important. I mean we uh, and as as everybody knows we you know President Trump is in control right now. President Trump and the conservatives are on offense. Democrats don't have the defensive skills to win this, to win this. They don't. The Democrats are really in for a rude awakening. I mean, it's just getting worse with, with all the stories that are coming out for them. It gets worse and worse and worse. Um, I want to I really go into – here's another thing that's absolutely disgusting – and you know, just traumatizing, just horrific. Um, a deport. This is news as of the other day. Um, a deported Mexican national uh, convicted of raping a nine-year-old girl in a sanctuary city. A nine-year-old, a, a, a Mexican, deported Mexican that sneaked back across the border. A Mexican national, illegal immigrant. Is accused of, and he did. He got convicted of raping a nine-year-old girl in a sanctuary city. And we have these sanctuary cities. Why? It's for Democrats' agenda. It's for their own political gain. It's not for the best interest of the American people. The Democrats don't give a fuck about these illegal immigrants. They need a, a, a political. They they need they need their agenda. They need their agenda fulfilled. And you have and you have all these Democrats fighting for these sanctuary cities. More than American people. And I read reports every fucking day that are vile and disgusting like this about little fucking innocent children getting raped by illegal immigrants. And where, when are the Democrats there? When are the Democrats ever there to, to address this issue, these issues, about these criminals that are targeting innocent children? They don't. They don't talk about it. Is say illegal immigrants are so great for this country, and they help. It, it, it's, it's such 
bullshit and complete garbage that comes out of these Democrats' mouths. And you know, for the, for and then I have and then there's these people, these liberal voters and these idiots uh, that believe uh, that these illegal immigrants uh, should stay here in this country, regardless of their crime status, regardless of their record, regardless. Now I'm not a now I think sexual abuse is the is terrible. Like I can't I don't I don't wish it upon anyone. It's absolutely horrible and I've known people it's happened to. I've known people that have suffered. And believe me, it's it's a very traumatic experience that nobody should have to deal with. But at the same time, you have these and you have these voters that are educating their kids on illegal immigrants being these great people, which you know there's some are, but these these democratic voters are educating their kids and saying that Oh, be nice to all illegal immigrants. They're 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 good people, you know. But no, that's not the fact. You can't generalize like that. And I guarantee you, if one of if a Democrat voter that believes in sanctuary cities and believes illegals should stay here, if one of their kids got raped or got fucked, got raped in the bathroom and got traumatized and and just attacked, like I guarantee you, their whole uh, shift in stance and theory on this whole uh, illegal immigration thing would change. Their mindset would be totally opposite. They would say, get them out of here. And you have all these parents speaking out about, you know, their children being victims of illegal immigrants. And this isn't just a once in a blue moon thing. This is a constant thing. It's constant. And we have to address it. Address it. And that's why Trump wants to build a wall. That's why Trump wants people here legally. That's why Trump wants to vet everyone properly, because we, so we don't have fucking rapists, illegals, raping little nine-year-olds. I mean, this is as sick and demented as it fucking gets. I mean, unbelievable. Like, you can't – this is not – this is not how America should be. This is not what society is about. And this guy was deported several times and kept crossing the border. Who knows how many other people he's raped? All we know is about this one victim, and he because he got caught. Absolutely atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Oh my god! And we and another thing that happened over the weekend: Indianapolis Colts linebacker was killed by an illegal immigrant. A football player. From the Colts, killed by an illegal immigrant, drunk driver. And where do you see the N? Like I, like I don't see the NFL. And, and you know, as much effort as they put into kneeling, and and causing this commotion, I don't see them. You know, giving a huge tribute and and seeing. Uh, the issue of illegal immigration after one of their friends was one of their friends was killed. Like, why don't you address this issue? You lost a you lost a teammate from an illegal immigrant. The dealing has been has been so useless all along. Like, there's no point for it. And it's disrespectful to our country and our veterans. 
but actually put like these football players should put their you know their energy off the field into something useful like helping helping these families and you know it's it's just going to get worse with illegal immigrants and murders and rapes Indianapolis Colts linebacker over the weekend was was killed and this shouldn't happen. This should not happen. And if we're not a country of laws, then you know, it's never. We're never. We're never, We need. We we're never going to improve. And the Democrats don't want laws. They want people to flow in. It's. And, you know, when people say that the wall is racist and the wall is discriminatory, absolutely not. There's nothing racist about it. It's situations like this is why we have the wall. So linebacker Edwin Jackson would not lose his life. He had his whole life, 26 years old, my age, young guy. It's time to get tough. It's time to fight back. It's time to stop letting these animals invade our country and thinking they can do whatever the fuck they want. And I really want to take a moment to say a prayer for Edwin Jackson and and his family, the linebacker from the Colts that lost his life over the weekend to to an illegal immigrant, as well as the young innocent girl that was raped by a a nine-year-old girl that was raped by an illegal immigrant, as well as all the other victims that suffer and the families that lose their lives to illegal immigrants. And that's a lot. It's, It's not just a small list. It's a fucking novel of a list of victims. So please, in this moment of prayer. Thank you all. Um, yeah, it's, it's terrible. I am going to be taking calls right now. I am going to get, let's see, Alrighty. Hello? Gianni, how are you? <laughs> Gianni from New York. You're on the air. Alrighty. You're on the Rory Sauter Show. What's going on? Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, I've been enjoying the show, and uh, it's just been great, man. You speak a lot of facts and a lot of things that really opened up my mind, absolutely. Yeah, man, absolutely, man. And, you know, I loved having you on the show uh, on my last episode. Um, You know, we talked about a lot of great things. We got to a lot of stuff. Um, I'm going to have you on for quite some time today. Um, There's quite a bit to get to. Um, I first want to, you know, since you're on the line and you're a dedicated conservative and you love, you know, you love everything it stands for, uh, you and me and everybody else, um, it's Ronald Reagan's birthday. It's Ronald Reagan's birthday today. He would have been 107. Mm-hmm. He would have been 107 years old today. So if he was alive. Um, so uh, a moment of silence for Ronald Reagan and his birthday. And um, God, we, we bless him for you know giving us a, a great America. Amen. Happy happy birthday, Ronald Reagan. Happy birthday. Um, but he, you know, Gianni, you know the FISA memo detail. You know everything that came out with the FISA memo. 
It's unbelievable, bro. It's absolutely unbelievable. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's totally unbelievable. You know, when I was just reading it, I you know I because okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest about this whole fight for memo thing. It, it kind of made me happy, but at the same time, it kind of made me angry because it's like 100% corruption, and it's like all this stuff is coming out, and I'm like. I'm not going to be pleased until people start, start until I start hearing sales lock because right. it's becoming monotonous. You know, like people need to be punished for what they're doing. If you are in corruption, you need to be locked up. That's why, you know, when you go to the Trump rallies, you know, they used to scream uh, lock Hillary Clinton up, and it's true. People have had enough of just memos and. Oh, this happened, that happened. Like, I want to see people get punished for what they're doing in their corruption. That's honest, honest God truth. Yeah, and you know what? You know, and here, here's the thing about it is that facts are right here. They're all right. They're all right here of everything that was committed. I mean, you have Hillary Clinton, you know, funding the fake dossier, knowing it was fake, spreading all these fake rumors. Mm. I mean, there, there's absolutely nothing there. It's, it's an absolute joke with how they put a distraction. And it was all a distraction when they said Trump colluded with Russia to deflect from what they were doing here. They wanted to take everybody's yeah. attention and put, put it on the fake Trump-Russia story so nobody would pay attention to this. You know yeah, what I mean? And, and, you know, it's... Yeah, exactly. And I like what you said earlier, you know, in the uh, in the broadcast when you said, you know, the re- the real collusion is between Hillary and Putin. Because in reality, yeah. Putin wanted yep. Hillary to win so he can get the little freebies, you know, so he can get more of that Uranium One deal, you know. And, and it's like we're not waking up to it. And like I stated in the last uh, broadcast, um, you, you look on Google, look up Putin, Clinton. And you will see Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Schumer, every all the mostly Democrats, and even Nancy Pelosi, even mostly Democrats with Putin, even Obama. I mean, it's it's ridiculous how you know they say Trump did this, Trump colluded with Russia. Not no, it's them that are really colluding with Russia. I mean, the facts are on Google. I mean, it's so clear. There's a picture that I was looking at, and uh, where. Bill Clinton was having a nice beer with Putin. And then there's another video where Obama, you know, I don't know if you've seen it, Obama, Putin is, Obama and uh, I don't know if it's Putin, but someone else is talking and it's a Russian guy, Russian guy, I think it's a diplomat, and he's saying, hey, I'll have extra time, you know, after my service as president. Yep, 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 exactly. Uh, Let me, I may have, I I may have that clip, hold on. May have that clip to play for everybody. Hold on a second. All right, play it. Hold on, getting it on. Here we go. Playing the clip. 
go. Here we go. You hear that? Yeah. It's about him being more flexible. And, and Jesus I mean, Christ. like, yep. so much. It's on YouTube. It's on Google. It's on Facebook. It's everywhere where the real collusion is. It is. Russia, and it, 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 the DNC, a, okay. Why did they hack the DNC? Why did they hack? Because they rigged the, the um, thing against Bernie Sanders. It's obvious. Right. Because they wanted yeah. Hillary Clinton to become president. That's what it all was. Yeah, and here's what bothers me. You know, there's a whole, um, there's a whole thing about this. Um, a four, a four, a four-page House Intelligence Committee memo alleging abuse of surveillance authority raises immediate questions about former FBI Director James Comey's role in utilizing the infamous, largely discredited 35-page anti-Trump dossier to obtain a FISA court warrant to monitor an individual associated with Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Wow. So mm-hmm. Comey, Comey signed off on all this stuff. So Comey clearly lied under oath um, when, he, if he, when he was asked uh, certain things. I mean, it, it just, all these people, like I said earlier in the show, that are attached to this. Rosenstein. Um, oh, yeah, big time. Uh, Big time. Rosenstein, McGabe, Comey, uh, Hillary, Obama. Um, you know, you go. You, I mean, the Bruce Orr. You, you go into all of this, and I mean, it's all there. It's all. I mean, and all the facts are right in front of us. And I don't know why Jeff Sessions isn't getting off his ass. I mean, Jeff, this is this is something that should fall on Jeff Sessions for opening up a case. I I, I told you. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. In the last broadcast, I mentioned how people will be able will kill in order to cover up stuff. We've seen the Clinton do it for years. Yes. And what's going yes. on is a lot of people know things that uh, in in D.C., but they are scared to say it because they scare for them their lives. I mean, I want you to really think about that, and I want people that are listening to think about that. You have to think about how corrupt D.C. is, where the Clintons have killed people for years that knew stuff about them or other people in D.C. that have hired people off the street to go and shoot, you know, another person that knows something. We have to think right. about that. Why aren't people speaking up? Because think about I want you to really, really think about this. If there was no fear about dying, no fear about being killed or murdered, assassinated, right. whatever you like, like to call it. If there was no right. fear, why – or not the Clintons or more people in the government locked up because nobody's speaking out against it. And plus, you have other people that are a part of it. That's why they won't speak out even though they know it. And they'll deny, deny, deny until proof, uh, uh, final proof comes out, which I believe uh, the more Trump is in, you know, because Trump, he's a billionaire. He knows how to play the media. He knows how to play that world because he was once in that world. Of where you right. pay for the politician and they'll do it. He knows it all, so you can't trick him, and they can't touch him because he has his own money. He's not owned by anybody, which is why he's exactly. in office right now. 
Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And here's the and yeah, exactly. It's so true. And you know, the Democrats are they're trying to you know um, be smug and trying to laugh this off. Uh, you know, like it's like it's something that doesn't like it's something that isn't isn't relevant or important. Like, it's absolutely the fact that they're not taking it seriously, and they just say it's Republican propaganda. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's one it's one of those things where um, you know Democrats are playing the victim stance once again, and um, there, there's no they're, they're like they can't they like and, and it's this whole fucking merry-go-round. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it really is. I mean, and and the fact that you know we have we have all these people that have been covering up for these people for so long. You know, I mean, it's just atrocious. Yeah, which is why I like President Trump and the Twitter, because think about it. Other presidents, you know, Twitter. They the only thing they post to Twitter. Was things that they t- uh, their board told them to post. President Trump is taking another level. He's like, all right, the media won't talk about it. Nobody else won't talk about it. I will, and I will pl- plaster it all over Twitter. And now it causes you, because think about it. I want you to think about, uh, I mean, not post, but pre-2016. Before Trump, nobody really cared. Nope, the typical person didn't care about politics. It was like, ah, politics, whatever, we don't care. And now because Trump's President Trump's Twitter, everybody's paying attention because everybody hears it. So he's saying things that no other president that was owned by the bureaucrats, Republican or Democrat, would dare say, which is why I love exactly. him so much now. There's nothing they can do that can, you know, be some secret, like, hide, hide or some secret cover-up. They can't do it with Trump because he's going to end up telling it. Yeah, so true, so true, so true. Um, and, and it's, you know, more and more stories are coming out every day. The more the truth is being revealed more and more. And um, we knew from all along the, anti, the anti-Trump, the bias uh, of, the, of the FBI. We knew it all along. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, was yeah. just a matter, it was just a matter of it coming out, and it did. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad, you know, um, Breitbart is under a, you know, uh, reinventing itself, you know, because if, when Breitbart, when Andrew Breitbart were here, man, he was exposing crazy stuff. Oh, I yeah, mean, absolutely. you know, he was exposing uh, the, uh, what is it, the, uh, um, I forgot what business it was, but it was like prostitution and things in that nature he was exposing. That was going on. He did, he did a lot. He did a lot of great. He did a lot of great stuff, and uh, he yeah he he shines light on a lot of issues. Yeah, and he and he exposed. He was a part of exposing uh, Acorn, which is that's that's the place that I used to work at when I was a Democrat. I worked at Acorn uh, for a little bit, and you know it got exposed and it got shut down because of Breitbart, Acorn, which was you know in voter fraud and. You know, a part of prostitution. You know, they were doing prostitution everywhere, man, and they, they didn't care. It was corruption. That's why I asked everybody that you know that's uh, listening 
uh, look up Acorn, and you would see the corruption that was exposed, and it shut down in 2010. So, yeah, and no, I I know about it, and uh, you know, with with, with with yeah, and this this whole this whole FISA you know memo, and you know it it show you know if Trump was never in there, none of this stuff would have ever came out. You know what I mean? None of it. Exactly. I mean, he's great. You know. Like and, and it goes with the whole Hollywood thing too. I mean that stuff would have never came out. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I don't know if you're referring to uh, the actress that just came out about uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I'm talking about all that stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man! I watched the video and I read the post, and I'm just like, man, this is terrible. You know, when your life is being threatened for coming out, like I said. It goes back, like I said, it's like the reason why people don't speak out is because of that, because people's lives are being threatened that if you speak out, this is going to happen to you. And guess what? They have money, and they have power, and they have influence, and they have enough to do that. Yep, absolutely. And, yeah, and then that's that's the thing, man, the, the higher-ups, the government, which I'm getting – I'm, I'm going to get to – got we've got a lot of topics to talk about. Um Something I'm going to drift topics away, and as as this uh, FISA memo, um, you know, keeps uh, progressing and more reports come out, I'll continue to mention it on my show, everybody, and I'll keep updating um, everything about it. Um, you know, I'm going to switch topics, but something very, you know, fishy is going on. Um, with 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 a lot of cons- I mean this is a strong this is a strong conspiracy theory what I'm about, what I'm about to say and I believe it's it's very possible um, and actually probable and they were talking about Alex Jones was talking about this the other day so the Amtrak Amtrak crash in South Carolina the other day um, all Republicans and there were two two died uh, and there were a lot injured um, by the way I'm gonna say a prayer for them real quick. I'm going to silence. But anyways, so, and, and this is like the, I think this is like the second or third crash in a few months. And, and, and I'm really going to go into this. Each crash number has 9-1 in it. Any sort of set up by the American government. Like, because I believe 9-11 was set up by the American government. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to talking about that, you know, in depth. Uh, later on about 9-11, but that's just one of many examples of what I think the government uh, screwed us on and set us up on. But if you notice on these, on these train numbers and you notice uh, the, Vegas, uh, the Vegas shooting, and if you notice um, the, um, the, the 9-11, the Vegas shooting, and this train, all the number 9-1 is attached to it. Like there's, you you really gotta look at this. You really everybody really has to look at this. But it, it's it, they're like obsessed with that number, the government. And I have no doubt in my mind the government set up these two train crashes that happened within a few weeks of each other. And they were all Republicans on there. You know that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was all Republican lawmakers on. You know they were going to that uh, event and. You know, I was just like, it's just so, how ironic. Like, how, it's just like, how ironic 
it could not be a coincidence that, you know, this train just just so happens going to a Republican event with all Republicans that, right. you know, it crashes like that. I'm like, there's just no way. It's, it's, in, it's impossible for that to happen. I was like, this is somebody or someone in the government, uh, I, of course, uh, that's on the Democratic side, that yep. it's, they're trying to – it's corruption. They're trying to sabotage uh, Republican lawmakers. They're trying to take them out. Like, they know that their time is up, and they're doing whatever to cause a revolution on their side. It is. It's absolutely true. And the thing about it is, to all my listeners, uh, you guys – and you can too as well, Gianni. Um, the, the, not, the thing that I'm talking about with the number 9-1 – like they have this – like the American government, this is my strong theory, and Alex Jones was talking about it, saying it's, pro, it's very possible that all of these incidences that have happened with devastations, um, well, there's been quite a few, and either the, the train number was 9-1, the 9-11 was 9-1, uh, the, the whole um, – the, the, there, there was something else that was 9-1 in the victim shooting uh, in Las Vegas. And there, it's just, there, it's this huge conspiracy. And I was watching it on Alex Jones yesterday. And it totally adds, it totally adds up. I wish I had the clip in front of me. Um, I will, I will talk about this in depth next episode. Um, but, and I'm going to be doing a whole, all whole segments about conspiracy theories um, on future shows. Um, Cause there's a lot that I need to get into. But about that, but regarding this train crash, um, there, there's no, there's just no way. I mean, this is this is two cra- train crashes with Republicans on it in a, in a few week time frame. And he's, a, I mean, how how does this happen? President Trump is getting his way. <laughs> President Trump is just, President Trump is doing all these amazing things, so the Democrats want to do something to fuck it up. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing oh, else man. that I can think of. There's nothing else that I can think of that adds up to to what to you know to to that. I mean, that's that that's. I think that's what it is. I mean, there's no way I mean, these trains are not. They're not naturally crashing. There's no way. Exactly. Like, there's no way at, at There's like like I said, I was talking to somebody like to the, about this earlier. And they were like, yeah. oh, I don't know, man, maybe, maybe. I was like, there is no maybe. How does that happen? Like, it, that has never happened. What, how, much, how many times do you hear about a train crash? Exactly. How many times exactly. do you hear about, oh, Amtrak, well, Amtrak, you know, had a train crash? You don't hear about that ever. But how never. does it just happen so that, you know, it was two times in all Republicans? How is that, how is that even possible? I know, and that's the thing. That's the fucking thing right there, man. And it's not just that. Another example, Galise, when he got shot on the baseball field. You don't think that was a setup? Of course that was a setup. Oh, Remember? The, the Republican, the Republican uh, um, uh, I, think he, I believe he's a congressman, Steve Scalise, and he uh, was a big part. Um, you know, he got shot, man. Exactly. So there's all these and, things. There's all there's all these things, bro. And you know, there's still more reports coming out about this Amtrak crash. Um, a lot of different uh, variables attached to the case. Um, but there'll be more um, updates, I, I assume, uh, as days to come, which I will keep getting into that. 
Um, you know what? You know what's a really good one. I really want to uh, talk about real quick is, um, you know, and this this is a big this was a big um, topic that I came up with today. That's very important. Uh, the idiot Jimmy Kimmel, uh, he's really obsessed with Trump, President Trump and conservatives. Man, all he does is he can never stop bashing yeah. everything that's out of his every, everything that's out of his mouth is bashing uh, Trump and conservatives. And he made a ridiculous statement the other day that he's getting a lot of shit for backlash. Uh, that he that he said, you know, only liberal uh, only liberals can do uh, talk show can do late night uh, talk be late night talk hosts because we're way smarter than conservatives. Conservatives can't do our job. I mean the the shit he the that kind of comment that kind of fucking comment. First of all, first of all, if you really want to know. Conservatives are a hundred times smarter than liberals will ever be, and that those statistics are proven. I've seen uh, st- studies that show polls that conservatives win by large win by large margin uh, with, with with being smarter. So it's just those stupid fucking comments by Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, you know, I, I used to watch Jimmy Kimmel. I used to love his comedy. I used to think he was great, um, but ever since he got political, uh, and we know he's Definitely controlled by ABC, and they're all liberal at that network. Um, you know, so it, it, it's just pathetic, and it's so it's so silly and ridiculous, and untrue, and in, in the in the highest extent, it's so untrue that uh, liberals are smarter than conservatives. Never in a million years. Yeah. Oh man, I, I, I guess I, I say this a lot. Um, a lot of the news stations and a lot of the comedians, a lot of the Hollywood actors, like I said, they love their job, right? So yep. some of them are legit, legitimately stupid and ignorant, obviously. Very. Yep. Um, there is, I feel like, a remnant that is there that they love their job so much they don't want backlash. They love fans. They love... Uh, they want people to love them. They want people to like them. They want to be politically politically correct, and they want to fit in with the Hollywood liberal crowd. So I feel yeah. like people like Jimmy. Well, I mean, look. I mean, you think about it. How many times in the past did you hear any um, politics on a late night show? When's the last never, time you ever heard? Never, never, never. It's exactly. only been. And you brought you brought up a really good point right now. We have only ever heard. Politics come out of late night people's mouths ever since Trump got elected. Before that, it was very seldom if they ever mentioned politics. Yep. It's you know? all global agenda, which goes back to what you said. Uh, me and you were talking uh, personally about like secret yeah. societies and stuff. Like, yep. Some of exists. Like, and, and Democrats want to laugh about about that, but it's true. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when we think about secret societies, you know, some people think, I mean, you know, people wearing gowns and, you know, cutting goats and stuff like that. I don't, it, it could be true, but I don't mean necessarily that. But I mean, there are people that are using their power, like the FISA memo, you know, with these secret meetings and stuff like that. They have, they go into these secret meetings and they plot how they're going to uh, execute something. So I believe that ABC is telling people like, you know, ABC and all these other 
uh, channels are telling these late night people what to say. Because think about it, it's all scripted. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Oh, people yeah. think it's monologue. I'm telling you, I've been to the Stephen Colbert show. You would see behind you, if you ever go to Stephen Colbert show when you come to New York, uh, pretty sure yeah. not now, but <laughs> you go to the Stephen Colbert show. It's not him doing monologues like everybody thinks. It's a prompter that's telling him what to say. And yep, he's reading on the prompter. He's a Everything puppet. is scripted. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. Everything no, is absolutely. scripted. Absolutely. Hey, go ahead. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Well, yeah, I was just saying everything is scripted. So they're, they're like robots. They're being told this is what you better say, and if you don't say it, you don't have a job here, period. Yeah, that's what I believe yeah. that's going on because you can just see it like Jimmy Kimmel with the fake crocodile bitch tears, you know, all yep. the time. It's, it's not true. It's not real. It's all fake. You can tell they didn't never they never cared about politics. You can put Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, and Jimmy Fallon. You know, he's iffy. He's kind of fair, but you have um, uh, 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 you know a lot of other people. All this stuff is just. Works. It's just work. It's just all. It's all to fool people and cover up what's really going on behind the scenes. That's what it is. Yeah. None of them. Yeah. I never saw any of this in the past. You never saw any of it. I don't care if it was Republican or Democrat. You never saw politics being pushed from a late night ever. Never. It just never. You never did. And you're so you're so right, man. Like you never saw this. Like it's. It's gone to a whole nother level of insanity. Mm-hmm. It's gone to a whole nother level of insanity. And and the fact that, you know, Jimmy – I guarantee you, I've seen Jimmy Kimmel's ratings. They've dropped like crazy since he's gotten political. Same with all these other late-night hosts. It does not do them any good because people get pissed off and turn it off. <laughs> yeah. And even – I've talked to some of my um, – I had some liberal uh, friends that I have, and they even yeah. say, you know, the late-night show is just not funny anymore. You know, they don't even watch Saturday Night Live anymore, you know, because right. all, they don't even talk about comedy. So he's they're losing everybody. They don't know they're destroying themselves by bringing up politics. About, listen, we don't want to hear about politics. Late-night shows exist because of the hardworking Americans, middle-class Americans. They want to come home. They, you know, they're, they're tired. You know, they may, they maybe had a bad day or a hard day at work, and they just want to get them a whiskey or a beer, sit back and yep. laugh and enjoy time. That's what they exist for, entertainment, not politics. Yeah, and the, so true. And, and for Jimmy Kimmel to ever make that stupid statement that a conservative isn't smart enough to take a late-night host job, you fuckers read off a teleprompter. I mean, come on. How that's it just the, the the stupidity of his statement. I mean, it just goes to show Hollywood. It goes to show, you know, it's it's typical, typical, so typical. It's it's pathetic, man. It really is. Um, yeah. I wish I had that on tape. I wish I had that on tape. I don't have that on tape. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, what a what a nut though. What a, what just a nutty thing to say. Just you know, it's it's all you know, and you and you're so right, man. It, it's it, it's all it's all controlled. These people are so controlled. Um, I wanna and and I wanna move on um, topics. 
Um, President Trump gave a great speech in Ohio regarding tax reform um, yesterday. Um, and it was so great to just see all these business owners and all these people come up and say how they're benefiting off the bonuses and how Trump's changing their life for the better and how their, their lives have been saved uh, because of this tax plan. So we have all these ever, everyday oh, hardworking Ameri- all these everyday hardworking Americans, you know, just so happy and so, uh, you know, thankful and and just you know, it's it's great to watch. It's a beautiful thing to watch. And Trump really gave a great speech yesterday. He put everything into perspective, talked about everything that needed to be talked about. Um, you know, everything was so you know, so positive, man. So positive. Yeah, it was it was very positive, man. I was just so, it, you know, and even when he talked about, you know, the whole African-American and Hispanic unemployment yep. rate, and like you yep. said, you know, the testimonies of people just coming up and saying, hey, we're adding this to our business or we're bringing this yep. job back. I was yep. just like, man, these tax reform and these tax cuts are so good for, for the common worker, you know, and I I woke up this morning. Let me tell you this. I woke up this morning yeah. and I just you know started having tears in my eyes. Not like boohoo crying, but it's kind of like yeah. just this joyful tear. And I was just like, man, you know what? I'm proud to be an American, man. It's like I have yeah. that um, feeling that I had that goosebump feeling in me that you know something is great is is going on. Like I'm a part of. Uh, history. I was a part of history. I was here, you know, fighting uh, for the American people. I was here fighting, you know, with the party of, you know, I was here uh, uh, fighting. I'll be able to tell uh, generations from now and, you know, my children and my grandchildren how America was at a standstill and America had a choice to make whether to die or to live. And I was there a part of that voice. Uh, uh, and I was there, a part of that movement uh, to take America back. And yeah, it just feels so good that you know all these jobs are coming back and all the companies, and we're going to see the fruit of our labor for generations. Oh yeah, and yeah. The, the economy is the strongest it's ever been. It's the best time to be alive, and it's it's amazing. It's the best feeling. It really is. Um, I'm gonna. I really. Well, I'm on a time frame, so I want to get to other topics. Let me uh, do this real quick. Um, so, you know, the, the liberal media and the mainstream media is trying to give Devin Nunes a hard time. And, you know, they're saying uh, all, all the documents, you know, they're like, like trying not to make it into a big deal. The Democrats and the media saying that's it. That's all he released. I, 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 that's a hell of a lot. That's a hell of a lot of breaking the law. Of, of what of what was on that paper, Devin Nunes is a hero for releasing stuff that was being hidden from the American people and that was being, uh, you know, it was being nasty. It was being run terribly by our FBI and our government. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Devin Nunes is a hero, and he has he even has more stuff that he'll be releasing uh, here in the coming weeks. Um, and, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, you know, Say that again? Devin Nunes is going to be releasing more info. This is just the start. See, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that he was releasing more stuff. Yeah, so he's a fucking hero. And when, when we all see the Democrats ripping him, saying 
his he always gets excited over nothing and you know these are nothing documents. Yeah. I mean, it just it just proves the Democrats live in a fantasy land because everything that Devin Nunes is releasing is showing all the corruption. <laughs> man, I really let me tell you something, man. I'm I'm really hoping for shit to hit the fan so quick. Me too. And even just, even Trump even Trump went on Twitter today and you know, was telling the media to stop giving Devin Nunes a hard time and that Devin Nunes is a hero for releasing information, uh, you know, to show what's really going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, I'm, I mean, let me tell you, man, I'm, I'm very um, expecting of um, um, the Department of Justice and, yep. you know, and just to move on it, because I feel like uh, I feel like like you said, you know, it's just like where is uh, Sessions? Where is he at? You know, right. with, with with all this stuff, and I'm like, is he just complacent? Is he just like, oh, I don't want to put my life on the line, you know, or I'm scared? Like, what is going on for him not to pick up this stuff? Like, it's clearly corruption. Like, how clear could you get? Like, I don't understand. Right. No, so true. It's so true. It's absolutely so true. I mean, it's so visible. It's so clear. Everything, everything's here. I mean, and, and you know, uh, it, more and more documents are going to come out, which is awesome. And it, we're just going to see more, and I can't wait. Um, you know, it, it, there's going to be more and more revelations. Um, another thing that happened, I don't know if you knew this yesterday, but the stock market had a slight disruption, and the liberal media was getting yeah. all excited. And like, oh, Trump's finally failing, finally. But no, not at all. The stock market went back up shortly after, so everything's pretty much fine with the stock market. So the liberal media started, you know, getting on, you know, getting on that agenda last night on their newscast, like trying to CNN was trying to uh, saying Trump is done, Trump is done. What happened to that stock market? But you know, <laughs> their 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 fun of using that story only lasted a little bit and then the stock market went back up. So (laughs) two things. The first thing people don't understand the reason the stock market, it's good that it went up because if it keeps going up and up and up and up and up and too much investment, then that means it overheats. And then the whole thing just blow up. Right. Right. So it's good that it took a little dip. It did it. Like you said, it recovered. And number two, yep. not just the liberal media, but <laughs> the piece of shit Shepard Smith. I, it, oh, he yeah, was so kick him off Fox. That fucking guy needs I to was, go to kick him off Fox. He's terrible. Yeah, he's a liberal. I was he's a liberal fool. Yeah, I was watching Fox and I was um, watching the speech, and I had to go on Facebook afterwards. And as yeah. soon as the guys were talking about testimonies, about like, oh, this is what's going on in my business, he cuts it off and then brings up, oh, you know, oh, breaking news, breaking news, oh, the stock market has dropped. And, uh, I'm like, yep. Yep. dude, it was so smooth of you, wasn't it? You cut it off right where they're talking about testimonies, and then you try to bring up the stock market. And you can see his face. He was just so enlightened. I was like, man, this piece of shit. Yeah. So of course I had to go to yeah. Facebook and look at it. But yeah, and how dare they? How dare they disrupt? 
how they dare they disrupt a presidential broadcast. President Trump was speaking, and they bring shit on the TV. Exactly. And the whole speech. Look, he didn't come back. He didn't say, we're taking a little break, and we're going to talk about it. The whole speech he didn't show. He didn't show the rest of the speech after that. It was just all him talking about how the the Dow is, you know, dropping and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, but uh, you know, stock market's back. You know, it's 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 back good enough, and you know, it, it, it's not. There's nothing to worry about there for at all. Um, uh, you know, let me let me get on to this next story. Um, and we all know this came out. The new a new story came out yesterday, but we knew this all along. I mean, there were stories that came out months ago. John McCain involved with the fake Russian dossier. I mean, it's typical. We knew that. John McCain never wanted Trump to be president. He was one of the ones that was uh, um, teaming up with Hillary to try to, you know, and Comey and all these, um, you know, corrupt figureheads. Dirty. So dirty. Yeah. So dirty. John McCain, even when he possessed the, you know, he uh, proposed. Um, uh, passing a bill on immigration without the uh, the wall. And, yeah. Did you hear about and that? He did. Oh, yep, no, that he, happened this week. I don't, you know, and people say, oh, well, you know, he's a military man. I was like, yeah, okay, I respect him being a military man. Whatever. I do. But, man, if he's the, – the way he's running now, I don't know who John McCain is now. It's kind of like his true colors are exposed. That's what I say. Right. Right, you know? because John, yes, because the John McCain now is not the John McCain I knew ten years ago. Nope, he's not. He just hates Trump, him, Romney, whoever. They hate Trump. Yep. They don't want Trump to be in because they're the same as to me. McCain. I'm glad McCain didn't win 2012. I'm not McCain's. I'm glad Romney didn't win 2012. I'm so glad because now we got because Trump. we would because it it, 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 but here's the thing Romney needed to lose so Trump could win. Think about it. Yep. They need there there needed to be another four more years of that that disastrous terrible Obama so people would learn. And and that was a big thing. I was just like, you know what? And yep. that's what that was. I was like, Romney was just. See, I believe Romney. I believe you have this. You have. The Democratic Party, which I think everybody, almost all Democrats there, are terrible people. Yeah. Which I assume some may be, you know, good-hearted. Yeah. And yeah. you have Republicans, and people think uh-huh. that oh, you know, there's some conservatives that think all Republicans are good people. I'm like, no, you got some no. Republicans nope. that are just out for themselves, want to fill their pockets, and right. that, that's it. And that's what. McCain, and that's what Romney is. Both of them are like that. When they just yep. want to get in office to get money also. Yep, it's so true. That is so quote. true. So, it's so corrupt. It's so corrupt. Um, here, here I, I'm getting short on time, so I'm going to keep moving on to um, okay. another, another thing. Um, you know, here, here's, a, here's a thing that, you know, I, I love what, you know, um, people are bitching, like liberals are bitching that Trump's putting tariffs on products. And, you know, you have the Democrats whining about it because we all know the Democrats love getting taken advantage of with, uh, with trade and uh, foreign countries selling our shit. 
Trump putting tariffs on products is the best thing, is one of the smartest things you could do. To, I mean, think mm-hmm. about all the money we get. Think about all the money we get in return. I mean, we can't, we can't, we have possible. That's my strong opinion. I don't think there should be anything that's not tariff because the more money this country makes, the better. And, I mean, we are the most powerful country in the nation, and everybody needs us. So we, I mean, we're, we are, you know, by Trump putting tariffs on these products, it's very smart because then people are going to, you know, be more inclined to do business in this country rather than do their stuff overseas and, and so many other reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I yeah, I totally agree. I mean, and that that's what needs to happen because if we yeah. don't, the people are just going to do what the hell they want to do. They want to go back and yeah. forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like, no, you can't yep. just do that. Hey, if you want to leave, guess what? You're going to pay some money, brother. And yep. if you want to go back, guess what? You're yep. going to pay some money. That's it. You can't get your freebies, yep. come in and out, and then destroy America. You, you're not going to be doing that. You have to stay so here. True. And that's what we have to bring back, that strength, uh, especially when it comes to jobs, is we got to let them know, hey, you're going to stay here. And if you don't want to stay here, you're going to pay a price. And then when you do leave, you want to come back, guess what? Yeah. You're going to have to pay a price, too, because we're no longer going to be yeah. taking advantage of it either. You, you know, it's, co- it's common sense. It's economics. I mean, this is, this, is economics one, this is economics 101. This sort of stuff shouldn't even be questionable. I mean, we need to hold other people accountable. We need to get out of debt. We need – I mean, the more money, the better. And I, I, Trump's doing great at, at this terror. It's awesome. It's so perfect. I mean, he's taking actions on issues like this that no presidents have in the past. Um, it's perfect. Um, yeah. It, I wanna, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah, it's like working a job. Imagine if a person uh, that you hire just came in when they want to come in and then leave when they want to leave and they think they're just going to come back and come back. It's the same thing. So it's so true. Um, here's a very important one. Uh, another topic I'm gonna, I got – limited time here um irration there's been there's been a lot of and i and i I really want my viewers to hear this there's been a lot of irrational demands coming from the liberal homosexual and transsexual community a lot of demands like they want they want Mm -hmm. you know the government to be responsible for their sex changes they're entitled they think they're you know they think um, gay, you know, gay men, you know, should have, should be able to go and, and, and be accepted in churches. But, you know, the, the fact is, they're not, I mean, it's not like, you know, it, I, this, is, this is a whole, like, I have to get into this whole segment on my next show because this is a whole big thing that I really want to get it into. But to keep it short, there's just a lot of entitlement, um, if you know what I mean, coming from these communities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like demanding that, you know, they get gay marriage, demanding that people pay for their sex change, demand that people um, demand all these various things. And, you know, if, you know, if you don't, if you don't like the conservatives, they think conservatives are the enemy. They think even conservatives are hateful. They think conservatives are after them. They're so brainwashed by the Democratic community, and they don't understand that the Democrats just use them as a political prop. It's very sad. It, it is very sad. Um, about, this is a whole segment I want to do, and I'm going to do this all in my next show, this segment. Um, is there any thoughts 
to what I'm saying, though, on your end? Do you know what I'm trying to – I mean, uh, you see it, right? Yeah, so one thing, one thing I would say when it comes to the LGBT community, I honestly yes. don't see what rights they don't have. I, 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 I exactly. Honestly, like, exactly. You club, what right don't they fucking – yeah, exactly. When you go to the club, whatever club you want to go to, I yeah. always see some transsexual <laughs> in there. I always see a transsexual in there. I always see a hey! Yeah, exactly. I always see that, and that's the thing. What rights do you not have? And here's the thing. I believe when it comes to the whole, you know, oh, whether you're going to force a pastor to marry you or a church, and that should not right. be it. We should protect religious liberty. Go to a pastor yes. that wants to be gay affirming and wants to marry exactly. gay people. Stop. If that if that's who you want to go to, go to him and get married. But don't try to go and force somebody to bake you a cake or force somebody to marry you. Go to where they affirm it. Why do you got to go to a religious person to try to go and get and force them to do something? Because then you're the real uh, hateful people if you want to go and force people force religious people against their religion and belief to do something for you. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And they need they, – like, why are they trying to change history, A, and why do they want to go somewhere that doesn't really believe what they believe? You know, usually if you don't like somebody or you don't like something in life, you don't really go back around it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, and here's the thing. That's why I don't like the whole, you know, you, you, what, 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 here's the thing with me with LGBT. All right, yeah. you got lesbian. All right, two women that that like other women. Right, yeah. At least you're saying you're a woman. You got yeah. gay, two men that yeah. like other other men. All right, yeah. at least you're saying you're a woman. Transsexual. Oh, uh, I like to cross-dress. All right, if you want to be a fag, go ahead and do it. Excuse me to all right. my followers, my viewers. The viewers. Um, no, it's all, good. That, it's all good. Yeah, that's where I end at. When you go yeah. into things like, oh, well, I'm actually a woman, or I'm actually nothing. I'm actually yeah. a man and a woman, or I'm actually an alien. I'm actually, I have no gender. That's fucking stupid. It is. It's, it's absolutely insane, and we're supposed to normalize this and accept them in society. It's ridiculous. And I, I got to stop you right there, but we're going to get all into this on the next show, this segment. But I want to talk to you about, we have one more segment before we go. And like, as we know, the Super Bowl uh, on Sunday, it was, uh, it was a fun game. Came down to the wire. Yeah. Um, I think both teams played shitty defense. I mean, the high, the high scoring game was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. The high scoring game was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it was it was fun to watch though. Um, definitely a surprising outcome in a, for for a lot of people. Um, but afterwards, and this was one of the reasons I was uh, skeptical and a little angry Philly winning the Super Bowl is because of their fans. Their fans are the worst in the NFL in terms of causing ruckus and destruction and making complete fool, making complete fools of themselves. Uh, they went to they they were in downtown Philly the other night, destroyed street lights, uh, broke windows in department stores, started fires, tipped over cars, uh, you you name it, they did it. Some guy ate green horse poop and uh, showed his teeth to the camera after he ate the shit and uh, started cheering. Oh my God! It's it, and 
absolutely uh, just crazy <laughs> the reactions. It's nuts, oh God, dude. Man. Did you did you see some of the it's, videos? I'm sure a lot of the viewers, yeah, the listeners right now. They, I saw one where they blew up the car. I was just like, are they like what possibly could are you, you in be? A foreign, are they in a foreign country or fucking what? That's that's the kind of shit I see in a foreign country. Exactly. And guess what? What are the, what are what are what are what are, what are the liberal city council going to say about that? And here's the thing: Demo- Philadelphia is run by all Democrats, so. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What are they going to say? Where were all these people? Where were all the cops when all these people were destructing the city? Where the fuck were all these cops? Oh, where no. were all these cops when this we guy was have, running naked? We don't want to have cops, you know, because you know they're they're, they're bad racist people. You know, they 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 we don't need them in society, right? That's what the Democrats say, man. It's pathetic. That's exactly what the Democrats say. And the Democrats wanted this to happen. They let this happen uh, to their city, and it's and it's unfortunate. Um, but we're gonna have to close on that. Um, but all right. And I literally have 50 seconds left, so I'm gonna say uh, goodbye to you, uh, Gianni. Uh, thank you, thank you for calling, and I'll have you on the next episode. All right. Thank you so much. Nice speaking. All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Gianni from New York, everybody. Always a pleasure having him, getting his insight about different things. Um, But anyways, I want to thank you all for watching, for listening to the Rory Sodder Show. So glad that that I was with you. Um, I will see you all in a few days. I'll be back on the air. Uh, Much love. God bless. Have a great night. I know my rent was gonna be late about a week ago. I worked my ass off, but I still can't.